0: the hive
1: launching new hive sequence welcome. Welcome. welcome to the smarter marketing revolution presented by hidden force media
2: with your highest Of organizations, banks, hospitals, universities, you name it, those those uh, six figure type people. those are the folks that we want to talk to and engage with. And so like i mean if if there's some questions that we can answer for you uh, about us to help you unpack some of that, Megan, are we am I on the right path here?
1: Yes. So I think a majority of kind of for marketing goals is to have more of that lead generation type tactics to bring the people to us instead of us going to them. Um, and utilizing those types of magnets and, you know, content-based marketing to help build that.
0: I love it. So let's, let's break down a few things first. Let's break down really what your product or what your service is, right? Because so they're really the same thing, products and services. And then let's break down a little bit more about who you're trying to serve,
1: Yes, yeah, so we do, uh, you know, sell. <clears throat> excuse me, new and refurbished um, IT equipment, and that's anywhere from servers, switches, access points. You know, you name it, we can get it. Um, and then we also do have a managed services, augmented services, um, a cyber threat assessment, and some of those types of services to provide um, in helping with IT needs. So if you are a smaller company. Or a medium-tiered t- uh, company, we can help you set up your organization to be secure, um, manage your employees, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so those were kind of the big two overhauls of what uh, IT Outlet is. Sorry, can you refresh me on the other two questions you had? Uh,
0: yeah, so that was great uh, around products and services. So who who is your main customer from that? You said small businesses, yes. right? Is that primarily who you're going after?
1: Yes. Small to medium tiered businesses for the managed services and the augmented services side. Um, I mean, from the sales perspective, we can hit larger enterprises, um, you know, mostly a male demographic between the ages of 25 to 55. It just depends on the type of organization that we're trying to target. Um, but it's kind of a wide range of people.
0: Cool. What is their main pain point that you're really solving for them,
1: Kevin? Did you have something to say?
2: Uh, I I was just gonna jump in and say that um, um, it's two, two different two different I guess selections. We've got the the guys that are in companies. They're the director of technology for X company, and then we've got insurance agencies, or we've got um, you know Hidden Falls Media, and they want to put us on retainer for a year or three years to do their, their IT work for them and just keep them safe and secure. So, two different spaces, uh, Got but same type of results.
0: So, almost like a fractional chief technology officer, or chief security officer. Correct. Love it. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of opportunity out there. So, I know you said you want to talk about lead generation and different ways to do that. What are you guys currently doing for lead generation or to bring people at least awareness around who you are and what you do?
1: Um, So historically, we haven't been very good about doing those types of things. So um, I'm obviously newer to the team. I've been here since November. And uh, since I've started, that has been my main focus as to build those campaigns, uh, making sure that we're providing blog content or some of those like checklist type resources available for people to find to get email addresses, um, ensuring we have internal systems in place to get some of those. Um, So a lot of that, and then obviously utilizing social media in the meantime to help spread awareness. Um, We're putting out content on some local uh, paid content. So like a, a digital article per se, she's pretty good on like the business side of things. So we're putting out some more content like that to try and get people aware of who we are and what we do locally. And then running, obviously Google ads, Facebook ads, uh, Spotify ads, you know, whatever we can get in the meantime to help build some of those resources.
0: How have those panned out for you so far?
1: Um, so far, not a whole lot of luck. I think it's just a new thing that people aren't used to seeing from us. So I think it's going to take time to build um, and we've also are kind of switching our audience targeting a little bit. I know in the past we haven't really never focused on that. So now it's really diving in on some of those, uh, high level strategies to target individuals specifically on what they're looking for. And, uh, some of that, we just don't have good data to back up some of that. So we're kind of learning as we go.
0: Most definitely. So right off the bat from what I would say and where I would start to look at my attention, um, I think because I've worked with companies like yours before and what started to really move the needle for us is um, creating content on YouTube specifically around um, where the breaking point for a customer starts the conversation for you. So what I mean by that is if, if I'm a, so we'll, we'll use me as a small business owner, right? If I move into a new office space or if I am working on building out a remote team, How and where do I start? Right. And then inside of that process, where do people typically get frustrated? So is it how to use, um, you know, a shared access point, but use that in more of like a toned down vocabulary to where how do I get my remote team to maximize their work week? How do I get, um, how do I get X, Y, and Z Microsoft product to be shared across my entire team? And as we start stacking these, what you'll find is that you'll notice like with your ad campaigns and your copy, when you start A-B testing on thumbnails, specifically on YouTube, you can drive a lot of organic traffic because people are naturally searching that. It'll lead back to your lead generation for you. We've spent for what you guys are looking to do on Facebook, more money than what a company ever should specifically for like IT consulting and having people go in and set all this stuff up for them. Facebook is a very low performer for that type of industry. LinkedIn can be great for that, but the floor price and the way LinkedIn's ad marketing platform works is just super expensive. If you can get dialed in on exactly who you're going after, like at a big company, if you wanted all the people that worked in technology at Johnson & Johnson and you wanted them to be their client. You could definitely run campaigns specifically for that, for the consulting side, but it's going to be very expensive to get. And you've got to have all that dialed in and like that package has to be ready to go for your average. We call them emerging businesses because small businesses, uh, it, it's more of an ego thing, right? P, people don't like to be called small, so we call them emerging Um with them where a lot of they're going to be searching on YouTube and Google exactly right for those keywords and key terms around what you do and what you offer, because they're going to try to bootstrap it or do it themselves first, just because that entrepreneurial scrappiness is typically there. So, and that's, that's really leading into that strategy of meet them where that break point is inside of the marketing and inside of the content that you're creating, because then you're positioning yourself as the problem solver in every spot where they're going to be. And that's where we start to really leverage some of these technology platforms in our favor. Specifically, YouTube. I think YouTube's got probably your biggest opportunity window, because it's not like the content changes, right? What it, what changes is your guys's take or perception on how you solve this problem. What's the personality behind the content? Are you doing it? Um, are you doing it super dumbed down? Like for people like me, I understand enough of technology to be dangerous. I understand the difference between a modem and a router and how to set some of this stuff up myself. But if you were to tell me, hey, I'm trying to flip my entire team into a remote functioning super squad, right? The technology needed outside of a laptop to do that, I probably wouldn't have a good grasp on. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs are probably in that same boat too. Right. We understand enough to be dangerous, but where is it going to break continuously and where do you see those pain points at that breaking spot? And then how many different ways can you create content around how to solve that problem?
1: Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of, I mean, it's good to hear some of that because I, I know that some of my brainstorming has kind of revolved around some of that content and how we're hitting those types of people. So it's kind of good to hear, um, kind of resonate the same kind of thought process that I've been having and going about that is going to be the, the fun part.
0: Yeah. And then, so even if you feel like the content is repetitive to a degree, that's okay. Like, There's only so many ways to use Photoshop and we do this a lot with like videographers and photographers, right? Like they're like, Oh, like there's really only one or two ways to edit clips, but it's like, yeah, but what can you do with it? That's unique or different. Because then we get to, even though the end result is going to get them the same solution to their problem, you get to create all these different ways of testing, testing headlines, testing descriptions, testing thumbnails, And don't be afraid to change those things out in and out of videos, especially on YouTube. Like the platform's kind of built that way for you to be able to go in and do that. The other thing that you could possibly look at is if you guys do like free consultations, record them just like how I'm doing now. And then you can leverage that content then to sit and do um, like like tech talks, essentially, from that standpoint and say, hey, this is how we would talk about doing I wouldn't like put my proposals and stuff out there, but if you're like having a free consultation with somebody and they're cool with you guys recording it, put it up there and say, Hey, this is our tech talk. And we talked about these three points. So then the title then becomes how to maneuver X, Y, and Z. And then you can just cut those clips up and only focus on those main clips. So like out of this clip alone, I'll probably pull how to do basic lead gen for tech companies. Right. And then I'll flip the YouTube and LinkedIn side of it and segment that out. So when I go to produce, this will probably end up being a a short little podcast clip of seven to eight minutes. People that are following me for that type of advice will just pull those out. And then then we're getting that top of funnel brand awareness of shareable pieces of content that you guys can then put an offer at the end of the clip. Hey, if you want more information or if you want insight on how we could do this for your business or for your setup. Here's our link below to book a call.
1: Do you see um, any video length that works best or gets the best kind of performance?
0: Is there a better way to phrase that question? I have misunderstood it.
1: So do you see, um, so like versus like a 10 minute video or a five minute video or a 20 minute video, do you see kind of what performs best in terms of Got it.
0: You're going to have to test you really are. For some of our accounts that we run with, it's 15 to 20 minutes. For others, it's seven to 10 minutes. It all depends on, it really depends on the content creator more than, it depends on the content creator and the audience and how that synergy is working. Because if you have a content creator that's really eloquent in how they speak, and they can hold attention and they know how to breathe and take pauses and really have that cool dynamic of speech and how they create content, You'll be able to hold people a lot longer. But if you have somebody like me where when I get on a subject and a tangent and I just tend to rant and go, those tend to work better in shorter blips because I've kind of worn out my audience by the time they've listened to all of it. So you really are going to have to test not only the audience, but also the delivery of the content.
1: Perfect. Are there any other? Uh, I know you mentioned YouTube. Um, look at my notes and Google Ads. Is there any other kind of supporting platforms that can kind of coincide with some of those main ones that we can just push for more awareness, or do you think just those two would be enough?
0: I typically try to focus on two platforms at a time. I consider YouTube and Google the same because they are; it's the same company. So mm-hmm. it, it really do, it comes back to where do you want to build a following from and what's going to be, where are you putting that inside of your customer experience pipeline? So I would look at, um, I look at my podcast or any other podcast for most people as what we call middle and bottom of funnel, right? It's very rare that most people are going to share out a podcast episode to build your awareness, right? And that's why podcasts take forever to get going. But once they go, they're really great. Uh, Same thing with like LinkedIn. Once you can build a great LinkedIn following, it's there forever and you've really got a good hold on that platform. So, where would you put each one of these platforms inside of your sales process or your funnel? Right? Do you have one that's feeding top of funnel? Do you have one that's keeping them warm and happy and fulfilled in the middle of your funnel? And do you have a platform or a method to close people? You know, is that your website? Is that a funnel? Is that a calendar booking link, whatever that is to convert people at that final stage, where are you putting these inside of that order? And then on the backside of that funnel where we consider that to be, you know, like the honeymoon phase right after they've purchased from you or in that what have you done for me recently phase, which every business and every customer goes through, what are you doing for content inside of each one of those? Because we have to look at content as being specific to that funnel step more than we look at it as it's going to magically serve all of it, because that idea is just kind of fantasy. So we look at, you know, Instagram for a business might sit totally middle of funnel, they don't do any type of brand awareness campaigns. The entire purpose for them on Instagram is only to hold existing clients happy. And that's all they care about. So they don't need the 100,000 followers, they want the one to 5,000 that's ever engaged with them and that's where they're going to keep them re-engaged and keep them happy.
1: Makes sense. Uh, I know we live in a huge digital world and that's obviously something that always needs to be in mind but do you see any um, focus on some traditional media that can be used for lead
0: gen? I think there's a massive opportunity right now for direct mailers and I've gotten a lot of criticism and heat for this but if a print mailer is done correctly, and there's a great guy out there named Eugene Schwartz, he's like the godfather of copywriting. He, he built an entire multi-eight-figure agency that was the best in the United States around print media, and he did it through direct mailers. Because specifically millennials, we've never really been direct mailed to as far as an abusive form of marketing right? Our parents had it, right? The people that are in their 50s and 60s, now they experienced the wave of direct mailers. So when they get a direct mailer, it typically goes right in the trash. When millennials get a cool piece of direct mail, whether that's a package or whether it's a video um, mailer, if you've seen those, like where it's got a little LCD screen in it and you can upload Mm -hmm. videos to it, our generation hasn't experienced a lot of that yet. So for the millennials and starting to come into the generation below that are starting to build these businesses and build these enterprises, I think there's a massive opportunity if you can get get a hold of a good list and run that strategy, you can get a lot of interesting attention to come back your way.
1: Do you have any recommendations on some of those where you can get good lists? I know we've done direct mailers in the past. I think that's also been a topic of our list pulling, if it's accurate enough or if there's other opportunities out there.
0: Totally. I love uh, (laughs) it. It's funny how, uh, how the universe works, right? You don't talk about a resource for probably like two or three years. And then within a week, you've talked about it five times. Uh, We use something called A to Z database, which if you have a library card, it plugs into most library databases, so you get it for free. If not, I think it might be like $50 a month, and you can use it for a few months. But essentially, it holds every publicly listed business from A to Z. So you can go in and search based off of industry, location. It'll tell you who the owner is. It'll tell you how much they make or how much reported revenue they reported to the IRS, like it'll break down so much great information. Uh, We did this with when we were uh, doing lead generation for another marketing agency, they wanted to go specifically after dentists. So we put in orthodontics, periodontists, dentists that were over a million dollar a year business. And then we created direct mailers and custom mailers specifically off of that list.
1: Perfect. No, I, I'm going to have to check that one out because we've utilized like Zoom Info in the past and some of these other local organizations that pull mailer lists for us and uh, just always looking for new opportunities to get a more accurate list and really be targeted in that way.
0: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And I like, uh, I like free resources too, especially if the library pays for it.
1: Yes. I've kind of taken over. Kevin, do you have any questions or anything?
2: No, I, I, listen. I I don't. I'm you know not a marketing person, girl. I don't know much about it. I saw Alex give us some time, and I wanted to let you unpack what we do and just you know questions around how we we get we get better at what we're doing. Um, Alex, we're we're we're, we're again I'm, as I mentioned, we're new you know to the whole you know generating leads and marketing and brand awareness. It's just been a couple of us nerds just cold calling and dialing and making a living, man. So uh you know any any extra any extra tips before we hang up with you that uh, you know we can take with us man we'll take otherwise thank you so much for your time man yeah no problem the the one thing I would look at is putting KPIs
0: around content producing so how many pieces of content are you willing to commit to every week as a key measurement of your marketing strategy and then using things like keywords everywhere or Um, if you're already inside of Google ads, so Google ads has keyword trackers and planners that you can pull from based off of the type of campaigns that you're running. I would look at what are those keywords go back through and let's figure out where those problem areas that each of your clients breaks at. What are the keywords that they're searching into YouTube or Google and all these other platforms to find answers for and put your brand right there in front of them and say, "This, this is our solution. This is how we do it. At the end of every description for it, I would have a call to action to move them back into where you're trying to book for. Is it a Calendly link? Is it a form on your website? Whatever it is, and get them back inside of your ecosphere as fast as possible. So we can move them from top of funnel into warm and fuzzy. Once we keep them in warm and fuzzy, then start thinking about from all those pieces of content I have to create every week, where, where exactly do I want them to stay and how warm and fuzzy do I need them before we start trying to pitch them again?
1: Yes, I know that's on my list as well to utilize our website in a more high-level fashion to actually get listed higher on Google's pages and all that fun stuff that comes with SEO. Yeah,
0: there's. I, I'm sure you heard about uh, core web vitals and that are rolling mm-hmm. out, and Google's really kind of upping the standard of what what you need to have in place for your search engine results.
1: Yep, all the fun.
0: Cool. Guys, thank you so much for your time. If there's anything else that you need from me, feel free to reach out, okay? Thanks again, Mm -hmm. Alex.
2: Appreciate your time today, sir. Take care. Drive safe. Yes,
1: thank you so much.